Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 343, Moon Cop, by Tom Gold. My name is Eric. I am Jason. <clears throat> Gonna go ahead and spoil the shit out of this book already. Right now? Yes. The excitement level of which I said Moon Cop <laughs> is far more than the book actually elicits. It's, yeah. Well, that's not bad. I mean, you know. I'm just saying, with a title like Moon Cop, if you're expecting a raucous sci-fi right. action film, uh, don't. Yeah you'd, picture, yeah, you'd picture, like, some sort of crazy, bombastic uh, cover with, like, explosions on the moon and, yep. like... Nope. It's, it's like Wolf Cop just came out recently. Exactly. That comic, yeah. that looked pretty exciting. Right, right. The movie is is a fantastic, uh, fun I, ride. I enjoyed the movie, too. Yeah. Uh, Moon Cop, vastly different. Vastly different, yes. Also unrelated, RoboCop. Right. Remember the days when we could just say a word and then add it to cop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh... Bar Cop. Bar Cop. Yeah. Mall Cop. Mall Cop. Mall Blart. Oh, yeah. Good. Those were the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> when comedy was comedy. <laughs> yeah, Moon Cop then. Yep. Um Yeah, it's a so, so just to let everybody know what they're in for, the cover features a uh lone man standing on the moon walking slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh huh. Holding and, something. And so does the rest of the book. Yeah. Um, well, in the rest of the book, he, he drives his police car slowly. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, it, it breaks down also once. It does. <laughs> and there's a robot. There's robots and stuff. That's true. There, there's some other people. Okay, on, okay, in this story, <laughs> this is a future version of the moon, apparently. Yes. Where it's not just like, for some reason, in our reality, there's a cop on the moon for no reason. <laughs> You know, I almost think that would be a better story. <laughs> How did he get to the moon? Right. Why is he there? Who's he protecting? <laughs> well, you kind of wonder all that well, in this sure. movie and in this book too, because you're like, it starts out with this montage of like just all these really quiet, like ruins, basically on the moon, like man-made ruins. Like it's just like, you know, <clears throat> not ruins, but like they're buildings. Yeah, they're just like little shacks. But they seem lifeless. There's no one oh, there. Yeah. Nope. Well, what's the moon? It's right. not like there's people playing outside. <laughs> but but at, at some point in the book, uh, Moon Cop encounters Mrs. Henderson, who was part of the moon planning committee, who says uh, she was going to, like, they had big dreams for the moon, like uh, parks and playgrounds and right. all kinds of stuff, <clears throat> you know, colonizing it. Uh, didn't seem to work out, though. Did not. No. Um, so, uh, all right, other spoiler. Uh, this book takes 15 minutes to read. It's, it's yeah. 100 pages long. It is costs it? $20. It's not 100 pages, is it? It's 94. Is it really? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> You're right. No, I'm looking at it. Wow. It is, yeah, 94 pages. I, I honestly thought it was like 40 or 50. Oh, yeah. Like it goes by so quick. Yep. Uh, I, I, I didn't time myself reading it. 
But uh, just before I read it, I went on Twitter and, and wrote something. And then when I was done, I checked Twitter again, and it was like 15 minutes later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and this is a hardbound book, 100 pages long, and it cost $20 <laughs> uh, retail. Right, sure. Uh, I'm sure you got a discount of oh, some yeah. sort. Oh, yeah. Uh, just value based alone, I cannot recommend this book. <laughs> oh, oh, I I really enjoyed this book. I actually quite liked it, but um, it does read incredibly fast for a book that you might spend fifteen or twenty dollars on. Yeah. Um, other than that, I still didn't particularly care for it. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. But but I can't say that I really enjoyed it. I I think it would have been more enjoyable for me if it would have been like a mini comic that like because Tom Gall the first time I ever heard of him was like ten years ago I bought a couple of mini comics that he made mm-hmm. at a convention and I thought they were great. In fact, there's one it's called Guardians of the Kingdom. It is possibly my favorite mini comic that I own. Really, like, like I love it so much and uh. Um, it was funny because he wasn't even at the convention I bought it from. It was just like a, like one of the distributors had a bunch of different people's stuff. And I was like, what is this? I don't know what this is. And I, I was like, it looks neat. The art's good. And I bought it. And so, like, I didn't, I didn't even know, like, who he was or whatever. And then so I read it, like, in a hotel room that night. And I was like, this is amazing. It was like, it was a lot like this book actually. It had a lot of similar themes where it's basically these two guards are guarding this wall. It's kind of like the Great Wall or whatever. Right. There's just two guards on it, and like there's no one else there, and it's just every like two or three pages is a different strip, like a short comic, and or some of them are one pages, one page strips, and and they're uh, they're just like you know what these guys do to like entertain themselves in this boring duty, right. and so it's a lot like mm-hmm. Moon Cop where. There's this cop here, and he's he's the only cop there on the moon, and he's got like nothing to do, like right, because there's no crime on the moon, right, and <laughs> also hardly any people on the moon. <laughs> no, yeah, I think he encounters maybe a half a dozen people in the entire book. I'd say that is that is generous, because because some of those people are robots. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that, I mean there's some other people. There's like the guy that because when he first uh, starts out, he's like he finds this girl, this little child who's just playing in the runes or the whatever right. and he takes her back to her her papa who they're leaving they're leaving the moon yep and then he encounters uh mrs henderson who's lost her dog gasper and uh he he finds the dog yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then <clears throat> and then there's like yeah there's robots at the museum uh yeah well there, there's a person at the museum is there a person i, I forgot about the entire museum sequence. I, I love the museum sequence <laughs> because all of a sudden like he's Moon Cop's walking around and you see like an American astronaut. Right. And you're like, oh, well, this is about to get weird. Right. And then it's just like an animatronic, uh, you know, move, moving astronaut, like doll. It's Neil Armstrong. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he talks and walks. Yeah. And he escaped from the museum <laughs> and he's just wandering around the surface of the moon. <laughs> that would be hilarious too <clears throat> if somehow, you know, that, that was actually a thing where they're like, you know, they just left an animatronic Neil Armstrong on the moon, <laughs> just in case anybody else went up there. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be pretty great. <laughs> uh, 
you know what they should do? They should put a Superman statue on the moon. Oh, that would be awesome. That would, yeah. be, you know, but but somehow in secret, so that the next people who actually go to the moon will just see Superman and freak out. <laughs> just a totally impractical, practical joke. Or some other country, like you know, like Egypt should should launch an expedition to the moon, unbeknownst to anyone, and just bury like old Egyptian texts right. on the moon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Or you build like a small pyramid or something. Right. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> On the dark side of the moon. Yeah. When uh when we have unlimited money, this is the yeah. kind of stuff that you're yeah, right. gonna do. Yeah. Right. Be these uh totally awesome pranks. Yeah. On the moon. <laughs> moon pranks. <laughs> That's our T V show. <laughs> our YouTube channel. <laughs> That'd be great. <clears throat> So so yeah so there's not a lot to this no like, at all it's yeah it's more it's like about it's like real deadpan comedy like the funny parts are so deadpan yeah like the delivery and everything and the, but um but it is funny yeah it's okay <clears throat> like I, I didn't find it hilarious it's not and, hilarious and, and there are parts to it I think that you're supposed to find sad and like. Even those, like, I didn't really find all that sad anyway. Like, like oh, I, I felt ba- I honestly felt bad for Moon Cop when he, he went back to his apartment one night and not only... That was the only time. Yeah. yeah. Like, he lost his awesome view. And, yeah. like, it reminded me of you, actually, because of your work situation. <laughs> like, I thought of you immediately when I read that scene. Because you had just, like, been transferred from one office to the to yeah. one that wasn't as good. And, yeah. And, uh, so yeah, he had a really good view of the earth from, from his bed and, and then he had to take a different, um, like, you know, three floors floors down in the building. Because, uh, because everything on the moon apparently is, uh, mobile. And, uh, so even individual apartments, uh, could just be removed from, uh, the building that they're in. Right. They just take a unit away. So they, they took away some units because, uh, there wasn't enough people living in the building. (laughs) Right. And uh, he winds up, uh, yeah, shifting down from the eighth floor to the fourth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is the one time where I was just like, oh, moon cop. Yeah. Well, I felt bad for him, too, because at one point in the book, he says how all his life he wanted to be a cop on the moon. Right. And then when he get, finally gets there, he feels like he got there a little too late and, like, he missed all the cool action. And, right. Like, because, you know, apparently at one time it was a little more populated. Like, you don't, they don't, you don't really get the, the, the specific idea of, of how populated it was, but you can tell, like, they're, like, basically deconstructing the colony right. during this book. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone that uh, he runs into is either leaving or thinking about leaving. Uh, the robots are there to kind of maintain things, but even then, they're just sort of nonchalant about it. Right. Uh, his, uh, Routine basically involves getting up in the morning, getting a, a coffee and a donut from the coffee and donut machine, right? Uh, and then going out on patrol where nothing happens. Nothing ever happens. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. <clears throat> and he, yeah, he, he makes, uh, multiple references to like just driving people around, you know, simply because he has nothing better yeah, to do. Yeah. Like gives them a ride or picks up a dog or whatever. Right. <clears throat> and, uh, he tries to transfer. Back to Earth since everybody else is doing it, and yeah, he's lonely. Yeah, and uh, he, he is denied the transfer. <laughs> uh, 
They tell them to hang in there, though. Yep. <laughs> and they send a therapist robot because they assume he's depressed. <laughs> Which I'm sure he yeah. is. He, he looks like it. Yeah. Uh, but then the, that just proves to be more trouble than it's worth as well. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then his donut machine gets replaced with a, uh, uh, like an actual cafe. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh. That's cool though, right? It's cool, but they also point out, like, it's kind of pointless because everybody's leaving the Yeah. <laughs> but see, I wonder if that's like, you know, I'm sure that, I don't know, that might just be some sort of comment on, you know, unneeded, uh, industrialization. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's possible. Um, but the cool thing about it is he, he meets a nice young lady who works at the cafe. Yeah. And she seems nice. Yep. Yeah. And, uh. And he's the only customer. <laughs> he's the only one. Yeah. And she's employee of the month. So, you know, she's got it going on. <laughs> that was funny. That was, I yeah. Admit, that was yeah. funny. She's yeah. like, there's only, at this point, like, we can spoil this because, you know, yeah. whatever. But at this point, they are the only two people left on the moon. Yep. Like, it's all robots and them. Yep. Um, and she got employee of the month. Which does, you know, is funny. Yeah. But there's this kind of really nice romantic scene. I mean, not romantic, like, like, you know, sexual, but no, romantic, yeah, yeah. like, like sweet, These nice. These two people are met. They people. share a moment. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like on earth, you know, you might go, you know, with your, your lady friend and drive your car somewhere and park and look at the moon, but they, they drive and, and look at the earth, which is just kind of, Kind of sweet. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's a very 50s style. Sure, like, sure. Like, her date thing. You know, not all of us have lady friends and you cannot relate to that. <laughs> I've never <laughs> sat in a car and looked at a moon with a girl either, but I've, you know, I know what happens. I've watched the video for Thriller. I think that happened in Thriller. <laughs> Didn't it? I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe not. Uh, what a great video. Um, <laughs> Tom Gold's work reminds me a lot of, I was thinking about this while I was reading it, his timing and, and just like the layouts and everything remind me of Jason, the Norwegian cartoonist. Like, I could see that. They have a real similar, like, just deadpan, yeah. like, um, structured comedy, you know, like, and, and lonely characters. Like, yeah, yeah. Like weird, lonely characters. I can see that for sure. He's a lot more detailed than Jason uh, mm-hmm. works. Yeah, his uh, art's incredible. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, just just uh, for for a comic that does only take fifteen minutes to read, and there's only like two panels per page. You know, all of those panels have just a crap ton of detail in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, even like as simplistic as the characters all are. You know, like, like, he renders them fully, and then they all have, like, their own personalities to mm-hmm. them. Right. Even the robots have some personality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the art's great. Yes, yeah, he's, like, super cartoony, like, real... Oh, yeah. Like, he does, like, a comic strip, I think it's called, I forget what it's called, but he's a British uh, guy, and, yeah, his art's very cartoony, but full of, like, little hatch lines and detail. And, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I, like, yeah, I don't know, I, I just honestly cannot recommend this book. Right. Just, just based on... Like, you think, like, if it would have been $6? Even then. Really? Yeah. I don't know. 
like I, I do think I agree with you completely in that if it were a mini comic, I probably thought would have thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, but but, and, and you know I understand you know the length of it is to sort of emphasize you know just sort of the passage of time right and just how desolate everything is and, and right yeah, if there's only like 15 pages up you'd be like well what's he complaining about he hasn't been there long right yeah, yeah. uh but you know i don't know it's just uh i don't know i just didn't find much about it to to really latch on to right i yeah it's it's i've read maybe like a half dozen things by tom gold um, it's not, it's not my favorite or least favorite thing he's done, but, um, I do think he's a great storyteller and he has like a certain atmosphere about his work where, you know, I will say that he does have like, this book is full of, of great storytelling techniques and the pacing as quick as it is to read. The pacing is suitable to the story. Right. Uh, just, there's not a lot of story there. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and and as you pointed out, like, you know, reading the back cover, like, the the first half paragraph of the thing, like, gives away everything. Everything yeah. in the book. Yeah, yeah it, tells, it tells the whole story. Yeah, he's he's done, man, what else is, he did a book called Goliath, uh, he did, uh... Was that a guy trying to find his cat? No, no. It was actually about David and Goliath, like the... <laughs> Um, but Guardians of the Kingdom, I think, is awesome. Like, if he, I don't know if that ever got printed in any other format other than the mini comic, but sure. I highly recommend that one. It's so good. And another thing about this one too, it's it's weird because, um, it's like everything is in shades of blue and white, mm-hmm. and to me, it was kind of a, an interesting choice because you know, on the moon, you'd think everything would be black. Black and white and gray. Right. Like, I always think of the moon as very gray and sure. And, like, outer space is black. black. Um, so I always thought it was strange that it, like, I don't know if that was, like, maybe yeah. to give it, like, a, a more of a relaxing feel to it. Cause blue is, like, a very, like, relaxing sure, color. Sure. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that, uh, I didn't see any blue at all. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I mean, I, the cover is, I can tell that. Isn't it all blue? Isn't it? Like, it looks black and gray and white. I think it's. I think it's like a navy blue. It's instead of black. It might be, but I definitely can't tell. I have it. Is. I have a touch of color blindness, so uh, yeah. Yeah, well, apparently so do I. <laughs> um, I mean, I know it looks blue to me. When, when I picked up, uh, you know, uh, or when when I was searching for like you know the the image to use for for the episode for the website, mm-hmm. like. That was blue. Yeah. But, uh, but, but now reading this, like, I just, all black and white. Really? Okay. Yeah. Huh. So, I mean, you know, my eyes are bad. You know, I could, I could use new glasses. Mine are too. I, I mean, I do, honestly, have, like, it's usually greens and grays that I, like, yeah. and some dark greens and blacks I can't tell the difference of, but, um, maybe, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe it is black. It looks blue to me. Well, I mean, the cover to, like, I would definitely say that's blue. Mm-hmm. But, but the interiors, I, I Totally read them as black the entire time, mm-hmm. but you know, I, don't know, I have bad lighting. Right? You know, I, I haven't got new glasses in like three years. Huh. You know, there's some issues going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Moon Cop. Yeah. <laughs> I I liked it. Like I I would definitely, you know, read read his next stuff. I 
I, I like the fella. Um, he's very, he's very good. Yeah. Definitely. It's not, not my favorite thing I've ever done, but I thought it was really, and it, you know, it was worth it for me. Right. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I just, I didn't feel like I could latch on to anything. Um, like not that I'm, you know, saying, well, this is how he should have done it, but you know, this is how he should have done it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think Moon Cop should have had a partner who then, like, left, like, halfway through the book. Oh, yeah. And then that would have, I think, made things, like, a little more sad. More bleak, and, right? And uh, a little more, like, oh, I feel bad for Moon Cop. Yeah, he just lost, like, the true. only person he could talk to. That is true. Yeah. Or, like, I, I think that's it. I think he needed someone to talk to at the beginning of the story. Right. And then lose them. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, finally find you know, the girl at the end of the story to, to talk to again. Yeah, see, yeah. yeah. But what the fuck do I know? That might have been better. What the fuck do I know? I, we, we can armchair, an, you know, analyze yeah. anything, but but no, I, I mean, yeah, that sounds like that could have been right. a, a thing. You know? I don't know. I'm going to do uh, Moon Cup 2. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you, you're you going to get sued, so you have to call it, like, oh, Lunar, Lunar Cup. Cup. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Or Lunar uh, Pig or something <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I call them Lunar Cop. I'll just draw everybody as pigs. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Pigs in space. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. Want to hit pause on this thing? Sure. Let people listen to something really weird? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs>
Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Okay, there we go. How did you celebrate MLK Day? I volunteered at hospice. Okay. And I ate some Italian food. Sure. That's two proper ways to do that. Right. I worked. Nice. Working for the man. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> so, I mean, the garbage fire rages, right? Uh, it's really hard to... No one wants to hear us talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done much else other than... Bitch and complain and feel shitty. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I really like crust punk music. Sure. And, uh, a lot of crust punk, like 45s, also known as 7 inches. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they usually have really cool, like, drawings. And a lot of, a lot of times they're, like, political figures, like, you know, vomiting babies and, you know, just, you know, like, really disturbing <laughs> imagery that pokes fun at you know, whoever's in power at the time. And, and I was like, I'm going to satisfy, um, some of my, my uneasiness by purchasing some crust punk records that have Donald Trump <laughs> covers. Right. And I can't find any. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Like I found one. There's a metal band that has, I forget what they're called, but they have uh, an image of Donald Trump, um, committing suicide on the cover with a, with a pistol. Um, that's the only one I can find, but it has like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's like a, a more of a punk thing. It's more like just a straight death metal type thing. Right. And I'm looking for like some really, so if anybody sees a really good, you know, right. punk rock record, I'm, I want to, I want to just like maybe even hang it on my wall and just look at it. Sure, sure. Don't you think you, you could take a more proactive stance, uh, I, and, and I, do stuff? I actually, uh, my, that is my plan is to draw one myself. Okay. Um, I actually was looking at imagery today, like finding, like what I want to draw. And I'm gonna, what I was thinking about doing was just doing, like the whole design and just like leaving a blank spot for the logo of the band and just putting it out there and be like, hey, does anybody want this? Right. You can have it. You know, put it on your record. I think that, that'd be fun. Sure, sure. Cause I don't know how to go about selling such a thing. Right. So. 
Uh, I'm like, hey, just send me a free copy. Right. Or, or, or three, maybe. Um, I mean, I don't understand why you're so against what's happening. Um, huh. Where's suck it up, snowflake? You lost. Yeah, right. Yeah, sore loser. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, there, there's a part of me that, that's, you know, feels like there's something that I should do, like, to, to, Helping the the oncoming culture war that is definitely going to be happening. Sure, and if not, you know the actual real life war that will hmm. probably follow. Oh dear lord, I know right. Um, but you know, a I don't know what to do, and b I'm almost forty. I'm out of shape. I work for the government, basically. <laughs> What the hell am I gonna do? You know, you know, you you uh, you're a good artist. You can put your art to work for, yeah. you know, whatever. Nobody gives a shit about my art. That's not true. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not much of a get out there and protest kind of a person. Right. Like I don't know. Like maybe if, if it was like shit was real or whatever. But right. I just I don't know. I'm. Because, because uh, as, as of this recording yesterday, there were were nationwide marches yeah. and protests happening. That was awesome. Yeah, and, and neither of us uh, participated or contributed. No, I worked. Yeah, I I would have went to the one in Dayton if I hadn't been working. I yeah. for sure would have. But really? I was like, eh. see, I didn't even know there was one in Dayton. I I looked it up to see when there was one. I was like, if there's one Sunday, I'm gonna go to it. And there wasn't. It was just yesterday, yeah. Saturday, and I was like, oh, I'll be at work the entire time and like hours before and hours after it was like at one o'clock yesterday so like uh but yeah i mean i totally would have went but i wasn't gonna like ask off work to go i don't know maybe i'm not maybe i'm not that committed yeah you know i mean there's also a certain part where you know uh i mean at least like as far as, as as how my thinking goes is that you know yes I think there there is that part of us that that is that young punk rebellious kind of personality that wants to like participate in that kind of stuff but then we're also you know older adults now who need to you know be fiscally responsible right and earn a paycheck and uh also another part of us is like well what if I get hurt Right? It's like, I either don't have insurance or have shitty insurance. Yeah, right? We both fit into that category. Yeah. Or I can't afford to get arrested. <laughs> I, but uh, yeah, I, I would be happy to do some, uh, some anti-Trump establishment artwork yeah. for free yeah. if, uh, someone out there wants it on their album cover. I, I was kind of tinkering with the thoughts. I haven't fully well put it together. Maybe I've mentioned this on here before, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm always, uh, available for commissions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, I would say, you know, and, and part of that is that, you know, I need money. You know, I need to survive and, and live and, and, uh, you know, purchase necessities. So, so that, that is part of the reason why I'll try to do that and also fail spectacularly at it. 
you know, there is a part of me that's like, well, maybe if I raise my commission prices and donate 50% of it to, like, various charities, like the ACLU or the Southern Poverty Law Center or, you yeah. know, various, uh, you know, groups that, that are, you know, you know, gearing up for the fight against Trump and his amazing bullshit. Right. You know, and maybe that would get some. Yeah. And hopefully people not shit on me for keeping half of it for myself. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. seems fair. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like I need to figure that out a little more clearly before mm-hmm. I... Just yeah, put it out there. Put it out right. there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I got this awesome comic from Desert Island uh, Publishing I showed you last night yeah. called Resist. It's like a newspaper-style thing, mostly female cartoonists doing uh, um, their thoughts on Trump. Yeah. And it was awesome. Like, uh, I, I've, I've only read, like, half of it, but it's great. I just did a cursory flip through, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was, you know, yeah, this is exactly the kind of thing that... I feel needs to be out there. Yeah, and, yeah, it's awesome. Very, well, very, very well put together. Yeah. It was a free book too, which is cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and I just like I feel compelled to to do some some political artwork, which I usually don't at all. Like I, right. I usually that's my like my least interest in. I will say that this is definitely the most politically motivated I've felt since I was like eighteen. Right. 18 yeah. Years old exactly. There. I know. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. It just, it just, yeah, it just seems like any minute someone's like, well, we were just kidding. Obviously that didn't really happen. <laughs> you know. I, I don't have that feeling. Yeah. I, I do have the feeling that any moment someone's gonna go, hey, we're all fucked. Yeah. Like, like just officially. Yeah. Just, just come out and say, oh, we're fucked. This is how. Instead of just sort of the nebulous, we're all fucked that we're all feeling right now. Right. Yeah, we can't really hang our hats on it. It's just like right. this ethereal feeling. Yeah, yeah. But but pretty soon we'll know exactly the concrete ways in which we were all fucked. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So yeah, artwork is good to uh, get that kind of kind of frustration out of your system. Yeah. Especially uh I don't know. If you if you're into punk rock, I'm I'm gonna listen to some punk rock and draw some, you know, like Trump and like you know, doing his doing his pesky things. Sure. I don't know if I'm gonna like. I don't think I'm gonna go down the road of just him grabbing pussies. Sure. Like that seems like yeah, it's know. old hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he's got plenty of things. Like yeah. Well, you've got this whole new P uh, aspect to uh, to right. To, yeah, to go it's with, true. Yeah. yeah. Which honestly, I feel is like one of the greatest things that has ever happened. Is is that whether it's true or not. <laughs> That is definitely a thing that is going to stick to him throughout his entire run. Oh, yeah, right? There's so many things, though, that are. Well, you would think. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like the time that he openly mocked a disabled person yeah. on national television, and yet still fucking won. Yeah. Right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yesterday didn't he like stand in front of the war memorial and and instead of you know talk about anything related to that he was just kind of like trounced on the media for for their bias. Uh, I I know that he he did have a press conference yesterday and it was about how 
Uh, yeah, the media was lying about uh, how many people attended his inauguration. Mm-hmm. Uh, he claims that there was like a million and a half people there when there was probably closer to like half a million. <laughs> Who can count that many people? Well, sure. That's, uh, apparently the National Park Service. Yeah. And but they got in trouble because yeah. they almost got sued for uh, reporting the numbers too low. Right. At yeah. uh, the Millie Man March, I think it was, or something. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but yeah. Uh, but there, there is like, you know, photographic evidence of how few <laughs> yeah. people were at right. the Trump inauguration compared to Obama's first inauguration. Yeah, his, yeah, his first one for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and yesterday's marches, I think, uh, trounced. Oh my gosh. Uh, how many, uh, people were at that, those <sighs> that were at, uh, I watched, uh, like a montage video this morning of, yeah. of that and it was amazing. It was just like, it just, and it was worldwide. Yeah. Like, like, like in Prague and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, you know, Trump today put, you know, something like, you know, basically called yeah. them all losers. Yeah. Why didn't you vote then? Right. Assholes. Yeah. No, yeah. These were the people who voted. Yeah. You know, against you. Yeah. You know, because you lost the popular vote by three million and that is how many people were marching. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Damn it. <laughs> We're so oh, we should go live on the moon with Moon Cop. We should. It really? I would like, do it. I, I think Tom Gold should rewrite this and uh, just just have Moon Cop stay. Yeah. And, and want to stay. Good for like, I do not want to go back to that garbage fire. He, he can hang out with robots and eat donuts. Yep. And there's a pretty girl. Right. What the hell, man? Right. Why would you leave there? <laughs> oh, man. I want a donut. <laughs> You never did get one, cause. I, I did. Did you? Okay. Uh, but, but. I knew you had a craving. A, I didn't get a good donut. Uh, did you have to go like Tim Hortons yeah. or something? Oh, that sucks. That's exactly where. You know, there's a Dunkin' Donuts now, but they close at like 8 o'clock. I know, what the fuck is that? <laughs> right? Cause we haven't had a Dunkin' Donuts here in Dayton in years. And. Like at least 15. And they opened one, and they're like, yeah, there's but. two now. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they, I know they, yeah, they closed at 8. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's that's not the Duncan way, right? I mean, maybe they're open just super early, and uh, I'm sure they probably open at like five or six. But you know, there's there's people that want donuts late at night. Yeah, and they serve at least, other things in donuts. Yeah, yeah. right. But uh, you know, the last time we had a Dunkin' Donuts, it was open 24 hours. Uh, hmm. I, I don't. Uh, I'm I'm sure you and I are talking about the one that's uh, near the Meyer. Yeah. 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 Because there's another one near Linden Avenue. Okay. Uh, that just. Oh, opened. that's right. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I passed by that one too. Yeah, I, I don't drive out that way that often, so I don't know mm-hmm. if they close at like you know seven. Right. You know, possibly. Uh, but no, yeah. Yesterday I went to one of the, the local uh, mom and pop places, and uh, they really didn't have any good donuts that I wanted. Huh. It was all like you know. Frosting coated like custard, yeah, custard, yeah, bacon. They have a bacon one there. Ooh, I can't do that. Yeah, that night I have actually genuinely lost the taste for bacon. Oh wow, that's weird. Yeah, like 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 this. even I haven't lost the taste for bacon. Right, <laughs> you know, I've eaten it in like twenty, 20 years. years yeah, uh, yeah. Just lately, every time I eat bacon, I'm just like, hey, this is huh, great. No. So, so hey, your taste change, you know. It's it true. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, your taste buds totally, yeah. you know, reinvent themselves. Yeah. They, they put on a new party dress and just yeah. go out there yeah. and make it happen. 
Uh, but yeah, no, like I still, I want a really good apple fritter. Now, I know where I can get one, but they are also another place that closes at like six. Was that Bill's? Uh, no, no. I don't like Bills. Oh, you don't like Bills? Oh, man. Bills, like, for those of you who are now laughing at us because we're talking about (laughs) something very local, they're, like, they're, like, nationally, uh, like, they won a best donut store in the country thing about a year ago. Really? Yeah. That that is weird. Yeah. I know. I even thought so. I was like, that's not even the best one within driving distance of my house. No, yeah. You know? (laughs) I mean, yeah. I think Stan's is better than Bills. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the one I went to yesterday. Stands that uh, did not have anything. Mm-hmm. There's another one uh, on London Avenue. Speaking of uh, All American Donuts, I've never heard of it. Uh, it is like right next to like the check cashing place and Burger King. That is pretty All American. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they have great donuts and they have the best apple fritter. Ah, uh, but they're close. But yeah, they close uh, at like six. Uh, and I think probably on Sundays closed as well. Right. Ah, uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Oh. oh, well, back to Tim Hortons, I guess. No, that's terrible. Just, w- just wait for it. That way, by the time you actually get a good one, you know, yeah, you'll, you'll have been waiting longer and it'll taste even better. That could be true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Want, want me to pick a comic for us to read? Sure, I like reading comics. Alright. I, I, uh, I, uh. Have you, have you read anything other than Moon Cop? Because I haven't. Um, I've been reading, there's a, the new issue of Comet Bus is, uh, it's, do you know Comet Bus at all? It's like, a, it's usually a music zine, and like it's, it's been going on since I was a kid, because I remember buying, when I was a teenager, buying issues at Dingleberries, um, but the new issue is interviews with a bunch of cartoonists, oh, wow. and it's awesome, and, uh, for each, each, uh, like interviewee, Nate Powell draws a portrait of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, like National hero, Nate Powell. National hero, that's right. Yeah. It's true. He's the artist on March by yep. Senator John Lewis. Yep. But like, there's some great interviews like, um, Gabriel Bell's in there and, um, Jeffrey Lewis and Adrian Tomine. And I mean, there's, there's some good, good, you know, a lot of them are in like New York artists. Cause I think, I think that's where Aaron lives. I don't know, but Aaron Calumbus is the interviewer. But yeah, it's great. And that's, that's what I've been reading. Like, um, there's some, yeah, some good stuff. It's cool. I, uh, I picked up the two trades of the Marvel series, The Vision. Oh, cool. And I read the first chapter of that. It was, it was really good. Sweet. Uh, but like otherwise, I haven't really read anything else. Uh, but what I am gonna read is the book that, uh, I'm gonna pick here. Oh? Uh, assuming you don't veto it. I never but have. You never have, and I doubt you will this one. Because it is called, I Was the Cat. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds I great. I like cats. I do like cats. Yeah. And comics. So fuck yeah. Uh, it is by Paul Tobin, I believe, and Benjamin Dewey. Hmm. Uh, Paul Tobin has done a ton of comics over the years. Okay. Benjamin Dewey, I think right now he's doing Autumn Lands with, uh, uh music. Oh, okay. Uh, but it is about, uh, a journalist who, uh, gets invited to, uh, interview a, a recluse. And it turns out it is a cat who is a, uh, mega, mega maniacal, uh, villain. <laughs> That's awesome. 
<laughs> so it's based on a true story. Yes. Okay. Great. Most cats are. <laughs> they are. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. So, they're, they're evil. Yep. So yeah, I was the cat. I was the cat. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Maybe it'll uh, take longer than eight minutes to read it. I think so. Yeah. Like, I started reading it in, I think, eight minutes. Uh, I got, like, four or five pages. Oh, in. wow. So, you know. Not 94 pages? Nope, not 94 huh. pages. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right. Hmm. I, got, I got nothing else. Oh, well, yeah, let's, let's go out into the world. Okay, then. This brave new world. Yeah. Of no donuts and <laughs> scary orange monsters. <laughs> And Nazis. And Nazis, yeah. <laughs> Do Nazis eat donuts? Uh, I mean, I know they don't eat bagels, because, you know. But, yeah. Um, hmm, I don't know. I mean, donuts, that's a very, that's a, that's a pretty worldly thing, right? It's not like a very, it's not typ- typically like a certain race. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, yeah. Who invented the donut? Was I it the Welsh? No, these are, these are all <laughs> questions I hadn't uh, thought to think of. Right. And, and honestly, it's scaring me. And I think I need to go hide <laughs> in a safe place. That sounds reasonable. <laughs> let's go. Let's go get in the bunker and eat donuts. Okay. Then. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.